I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hey, this is Danica. And this is Jan. And this is Valerie. And today we watched the 2019 live-action remake of Disney's Aladdin. Yes. Um, We won't go into, like, we won't describe the plot, even though we're going to start doing that after this week um, more consistently. Um, Because you've seen Aladdin if you watch. I don't know why you would be listening to this episode if you haven't at least seen the original Aladdin. So you should know that plot. Anyways, let's, before we get into specifics, um, general non-spoilery feelings. Lots of feelings. Um, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Okay. And I think I would, I think I would overall, I would recommend it. Okay. Um, agree mixed. Uh, there are some things that I liked and some things that were kind of weird, um, that I think, um muddled the movie uh i'm not sure if i'd recommend it i'd probably just recommend the original yeah (laughs) um it was more mixed than i thought it would be but pretty much all the stuff that i thought i would hate i hated and my goal in this uh, episode of our podcast is to talk you both into decidedly not recommending it (laughs) (laughs) the the salt is okay you can just taste it (laughs) Um, all right, let's get specific. So this is only our second Disney remake episode that we've done. So I want to, if any of you haven't listened to that Cinderella one, clarify that we're not going to worry about spoilers here. Like there's not a spoiler jump cut, uh, jump to whatever, like this whole thing, we're going to feel free to talk about spoilers. Um, this is a remake of a movie that most people have seen. And if you haven't go watch that or this you should watch anyways watch it one of them and then come back and listen to this um or just don't care about spoilers but yeah, we're not going to worry about it what, this is an animation movie podcast this is an animation movie podcast <laughs> primarily you guys. So watch that. it's <laughs> only in our that bonus way. episodes that we wouldn't would worry about spoilers maybe for and you really don't i'm still more likely yeah it, it's it's fine <laughs> anyway the people yeah. <laughs> I would, I know we're not going to, I mean, we're going to, after this episode, give recaps of the movie, but Uh I just want to say that this did follow the original Disney um, Aladdin mostly, but there was an, there were enough changes to make it annoying and there were changes. (laughs) That's how I would have phrased it. That I have no, I have, it just didn't make sense why they, they change it. And it was not for the better. So it was like, what people know. I agree. Um, (laughs) Let's start before we really start getting into the actual specifics, even though I label this whole section, let's get specific. Anyways, um, more generally, and without necessarily talking about what the movie did, was a remake of the 1992 Aladdin called for or necessary in any way. So, for instance, when we talked about Cinderella, Mom and I kind of both agreed that to an, to a pretty large extent, the original Cinderella, it, it feels not necessarily incomplete, but like there could be more. Mm-hmm. And, and in a lot of ways, the remake capitalized on that and, and did more with things and minimized things like the mice that didn't need to take up as much presence as they did. Um, 
do we do we feel like there were flaws or or things of the time or anything like that that really kind of made made the prospect of a remake interesting or that the trailers and whatnot for it like insinuated that it had enough of a different spin on it to make it viable and interesting how do you guys feel about that i would say unequivocally unequivocally thank you unequivocally i don't know why i can't enunciate that no because and i'm sorry when you are talking about the original aladdin it was perfection with Robin Williams. I think it was as close to perfection as far as that storyline, everything that they did with it. And I, and I think it, anything was going to be a letdown. And I don't think they did enough of this to make it different and to make changes for the better. So I, th- I, I think, think we'll was- talk about it, but I feel like some of the ways that seem most obvious that it might be a letdown, such as some casting things a big one in particular of the genie were we'll we'll talk about it but i'm not sure that some of the things that were most obvious potential falling points were the actual falling points but what did you think um like i i agree that uh the original aladdin was was so like good and and pretty much perfection i think some of the dated uh references could not age well for a future audience so so maybe there would be a desire to either change that a little bit, but uh, what they gave us didn't uh, make it better. Uh, I, I did enjoy those songs and and that ha- originally had references and didn't, but not more so than the original ones. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, and it like the changes they did kind of muddied it. Uh, before you said like you didn't understand why they made those changes, and and I agree. I'm not sure that. They they did something new. I think with the remake, you 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 want to try to do something different because why watch this movie when you have the original? Uh, like why why should I watch it? And if the hook is like oh it's live action like, but it's also like not as good. Yeah, like I don't I don't just I don't get it. being a straight up live action remake of a thing isn't isn't to me at least enough of a hook to make it viable if you're just telling pretty much the same story with. Not enough difference to be remarkable. Yeah, and compared to Cinderella, they they did what the changes that they made made sense. It it fleshed out a character. Yeah, Cinderella had a whole like opening part or whatever that yeah. was wholly new compared to the original and all that. Yeah, it like it deepened an emotional bond and it showed uh, where the antagonism where that comes from in a way. Yeah, like that made sense and that like was impactful but instead the i mean uh, let's let's uh let's talk about let's actually start talking about how it compares yeah well did you want to have your piece on the remake stuff or you're just like oh i'm gonna have my piece on the remake stuff throughout this whole thing and it's gonna be just (laughs) so salt leaden just like weighed down i just want to say this um again the 1950s cinderella I don't feel like I, I enjoyed it, yeah. but the remake of Cinderella to me again really fleshed out characters, really deepened the storyline, made connections that weren't there because the original 1950 was so simplistic and so min- minimalistic. Uh, so in contrast, this instead of fleshing out characters, to me it took away from the I don't know the uh, the storyline of characters that were already fleshed out in the animation and and made them less appealing and less likable. Well, 
We're not going to start with characters, but let's start talking more about the actual differences of how it compares and stuff. Um, let's focus. We're going to save save characters for a sec um, because I'm going to really just dig into that um, as, uh, at a later point. But let's talk a little bit more about the the plot um, and you don't see those people. The plot. The- Her <laughs> notes. It's just like so long. Bullet points, so bullet long. points, bullet points. Bullet points of, of so many thoughts. Of lots of feelings. <laughs> Let's focus more right now on plot, set design, and music. Okay. 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 Well, I can say like I really like the set design. Like if we're gonna start positive, sure. The uh, clothes were gorgeous. Um, just, uh, it was, it was beautiful. Let's actually, I, I let's actually just focus on set design. Yeah. Let's start there. Oh, sorry. Set, set, set clothes. Uh, that counts, right? Yeah. Wardrobe. All of that. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. The city, uh, felt lived in. I, I uh, put that too. I put, uh, Agrabah feels more crowded and lived in. And I did like that aspect. Yeah. And the way that they built it for their, uh, thieving shenanigans, like yeah. that was cool. Um, I though I don't know where those secret stairs came from. Like, what was the mechanism? Yeah, no. to like pull a thing and then just like I did like his actual home out. though. Like the design mm-hmm. of his home was pretty neat, and I think a little more, a little more interesting than than the originals, which is I mean basically just an open room with holes in it. Like, yeah, this had a little bit more of like kind of showing his craftiness and stuff of kind of constructing this tarp and all that. And yeah, 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 just it was it was a neat space. I come from a theater background. My father was director of theater for twenty five years, and I was blown away by the costumes. The costumes oh, yeah. in this movie were spectacular. Yeah, spectacular. Not only I mean the colors, the yeah. actual materials they used. It was. That's what made me say this is worth watching because the <laughs> costumes were spectacular. The also the set design worth watching the, if you are interested in going and making costumes. Yes, <laughs> otherwise yes, definitely it was gorgeous. I also again love the set designs, the cities. I loved the cityscape. I loved the palace from yes. the distance. I disagree. Aladdin's. I disagree I, about the palace in particular. Well, I the, felt let, like can you. Well, and then you can go with the rest, but I just, the palace, its silhouette is so Mm. much less interesting, iconic, and and like, the original is just gigantic, unreasonably gigantic, unrealistically gigantic, but is also, the actual shapes of it is so simplistic, it's like these giant towers, and like, it's just iconic. Looking at it in this one, it feels like the the city in Game of Thrones, like, it doesn't look, it it looks just like... Uh, yeah, I guess maybe that's a palace. It could also just be a more raised part of the city. It just doesn't feel iconic in the same way to me. I, I think I get what you're saying. Like, like she looked at she looked at the view of the city in one direction. And you've got the sand and then the water, and then in the other, she's like, "That's the most beautiful." And it's like it doesn't look that different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it, it's I guess less impactful. Yeah, I can I can see that. And it doesn't just like take up the whole expanse of like. The original one, it's like you look out and like that's half of what you're looking at because it was, again, unreasonably gigantic. But here it's like maybe a fourth of the whole frame because it's small compared to the rest of the city. And you're looking at it in the actual camera perspective. Yeah. And it has to look realistic. Yeah, I guess that's what I, I mean, what I enjoyed about it was it Mm -hmm. did look very realistic. It just was beautiful. It was a beautiful view to me. Mm -hmm. But I certainly can, can agree with what you're saying as far as the scale and, and the difference. 
you know, from the original animated version. Um, yeah, that in that sense, it didn't compare. But, but I, I loved the actual, again, though, the designs. Um, general the set designs. Yes. The in, like the, the inside of the palace, the shots it's from pretty. the inside yeah. were yes. nice. Like, oh, yeah. The, yes. the designs of the, the uh, balcony, like. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I can see, like, inside, too, inside. that was gorgeous. Oh, now, definitely. I don't know if this will really fit into any of the, the definitive categories that we have. Again, the theater background. If it's background too different, me, then maybe wait. But no, if you because think this isn't character If it really doesn't se, feel like the others, then. I don't feel like it's going to probably be some of the others. Yeah, the just other go thing for it. that I loved uh, in this, again, coming from my theater background, was the it was the dancing now not all there's some things that bothered me in in the running we'll talk about that and and scenes but the actual dancing and for example when Aladdin was being made to dance knowing the skill again seven brides seven brothers was one of my favorite musicals and they did a really great version i forgot what year but my father also directed that and i've seen that in many versions but i i really appreciate again not only costume set design but i really appreciate dancing and really talented dancers um also but anyway so there were some incredible dancing yeah i think we can mostly save the dancing for for just general plot because we can talk about when they come into the plot, but, um, but there was some no the really dancing. I feel like the dancing. What since we're already talking about it, I feel like the but dancing again was with the very costuming good. and with some of them the the way they utilized it and the how spectacular some of the the dance mm-hmm. uh, some of the musical numbers were because of not only the costumes but the dancing and all of that. Well, now together. you're getting into musical stuff. Well, again, let's get back to real impressive. quick to set design and lighting because I just have a couple of more things to say and then let's go to music since you're sort of already there with the dance and musical number stuff. Um, I just first want to throw out why is the Cave of Wonders a lion now? That's just an unnecessary change. It's also on the side of a thing instead of just coming up from the sand, which is less cool. Anyways, the real thing I want to talk about. The real thing I want to. It's just. No, it was a tiger. (laughs) It was a tiger. Yes. I remember jumping on the back of its head in Kingdom Hearts. Okay. There was no mane. But um, that, that wasn't a huge thing for me. The real thing that was just underwhelming for me was inside the yes, Cave of Wonders. I, agree. I did I agree. write it down too. Yeah, I agree. The, Especially so, the beginning. Yeah, well, and but also there's a room in the original that is just bright yellow because it's gold everywhere. But because of this adherence to realistic lighting and everything. There's a whole bunch of gold in the cave, but it's still dark and, and like muted and blue. Like you can't, you don't get the sense of grandeur of, wow, just this huge golden room. It's so, there's so much gold that the whole lighting scheme of the room is different compared to just this big open cave. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff glittering on the ground, but it doesn't feel grandiose in the same way. Yeah. No, in fact, it, rem- it was reminiscent to me of... Uh, Lord of the Rings and them going into the mount. I, I don't know one of the mountains underground where there were all the trolls. I mean, it was those dark uh, blues yeah. and blacks. It looks like and a grays. cave. Blues, blacks, grays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it looks like a cave instead of these kind of intricately designed set pieces, like in the original, where it's like the long winding stairs, and then he goes into the room, and it's the big golden room, and then he goes into another thing, and it's this giant cave that's like purely for this tower where the where the lamp is. And and now the gold room and the lamp are like sharing a space, so they're already both inherently less and impactful. And just rocks. There were just a lot of yeah, of rocks. Yeah, it just looked and... like a cave, like yeah. a boring cave. Yeah. yeah, it looked 
because it needs to because they want it to be realistic because it's live action. Yeah, it didn't look like mounds of treasure that like is being hoarded and is very tempting. Yeah. Or, or going through, like you said, the rooms that are just essentially designed for you to fail this test. It felt like basically like he slid down a thing and then kind of There's like, like a some path necklaces on and the then ground. the big and then the big room. It's like someone is just jo- throwing their jewelry. Yeah, there. right. It really looked fakey again as he's walking again the, these the path the the, yeah. the cliffs the sides and, and again the 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 jewelry or the jewels just look stuck there. Very it looked mm-hmm. very I don't know. Again, and 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 two is if this was out of the sand supposedly, why didn't you just have sand and things made out of that? I don't know. The rocks seem absolutely out of place and like it was underground instead of. Mm, I mean, underground there's, there's as far as there's definitely some cave, rocks and mountain. stuff in the thing, but yeah, it's still like just she said it's it was underwhelming. Like a mountain to like a mountain, but or it's whatever, yeah, so it's just underwhelming and it's not visually appealing. Yeah, or or. Um, yeah, just like catching your eye or whatever. You're mm-hmm. like, this is a cave with some glittery stuff, like you said. And then the the last thing with set design lighting that I wanted to talk about, um, the whole new world sequence, we can talk a little bit later about how it was musically. But the sequence itself, I felt, was really damaged by two things that are both directly related to the need for realism because it's live action. One, the lighting again. It's nighttime, everything is dark and hard to appreciate because it's dark. Mm. And two, it's no longer a globe-hopping adventure. Like, they don't go all over the world to Greece and um, to Egypt and to China. They're just going around this area because you have to watch them do it the whole time. And if you suddenly cut and they're in a totally different environment, it stretches believability because it's now live action. You don't even think about it in the original because they just like fly up into the clouds and then suddenly you cut and they're, oh, sure, they're here. It's also dark here, so I'm still also buying it. Like, it's, it works with animation, but it would be really jarring here, and so they don't do it. And it makes the whole thing kind of feel less impactful because all they do is just kind of circle around her general kingdom instead of seeing the world, which is what the song's about. Yeah, that makes sense. And the other thing that I thought that I didn't like is just certain scenes looked fake yeah. or looked like I am in like I'm on, I'm on a carpet in front of a green screen, like yeah. playing like I'm in these places and you could, it just looked disconnected. It didn't yeah. feel real. That's, that's the thing of not doing animation is when it's live action, like the more fantastical the element, the harder it is to make it work with the ground, with the grounded, fact that this is live action the harder it is to mesh those two things and it's a difficult job that was definitely not always accomplished in this yeah um okay well let's start talking some about the music um since we were already and we can talk some about the dance numbers too since you kind of just included them in here and it makes sense they're usually there when there's music um Mm -hmm. but yeah if you were already talking some about it if you want if you had anything else to expand on or whatever you were thinking I just, uh, one of the things that I really appreciated knowing how technically difficult it was, was when Aladdin acted like he was being made to move by the genie. I mean, the genie was moving him and it was so (laughs) jilted and disjointed, but still so He really felt like he was being jerked around. It seemed, yeah. yeah, He he just did an excellent job with that. That whole scene was very fun. And then the the other dancing that I absolutely enjoyed was uh, Prince Ali, the big, you know... uh, 
production of him uh, coming in. I really like the dancing. Let's go through the songs one by one. Okay. Let's start. Well, well first, yeah. I'd just like to say Alan Menken also did the music here as he did in the original. And so it still sounds good. Well, don't go to sound just yet. All I wanted well, to say is... Well, this is music. That's all I really have she's, to say about it. starting for the first Oh, okay. Song. I got yeah. you. Yeah, I was going to go to then one jump ahead. Okay. I was just going to comment. What I was going to say is uh-huh. I really like the dancing and the integration again with the animals. Right. That. But we're going to talk when we get to Prince Ali. We're going to go through each of the songs. And okay. that's that whole musical number. So let's first one jump ahead. It starts very suddenly, and that was kind of jarring. And, um, well, it, uh, what is his name? I just blanked well, on it. Well, I mean, it. you have the intro, Will Smith's intro, technically, right? That's true. Okay, no, that is the first song. The first song is uh, Arabian Nights, and I, I, liked, I liked it. I liked it overall. Um, I don't... I don't love it as much as the original, um, but I really, I really liked that whole scene and then his transition into into singing that and everything yeah I was, it was fun can i talk about the setup itself or yeah, are we yeah let's go yeah, let's go ahead because uh, yeah i really liked that opening scene yeah i was i was surprised with the water i was like interesting like you start with the desert and the other one but here you're on the water mm-hmm. that's a that's a choice and then the the kids were cute um, yes uh, with it like it's better when you sing and he's like i don't have time for that and then but then he, he does hands it out, like, <laughs> yeah yeah uh and and hearing the the new sort of rendition we it, didn't it actually we didn't actually say in this opening scene it's uh will smith so who we obviously we all know it plays the genie so there's a little bit of huh i wonder why he's here with these kids yeah um, yeah and and they're 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 a family on a boat and the children i don't you know want and he's starting to tell them a story. And again, they want him to sing it yeah. instead of just tell the story. So he comes back and starts, you know, singing and telling. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Yeah. and then we swoop into the city, yes. which I didn't like a whole lot. I liked still the music, but the actual swooping into the city, I wish we had swooped into the desert and then into the city because that's uh. what they did in the original. And that felt more like pulling into the world, mm-hmm. which is more... This world is more about sand than it is about water. <laughs> well, they have the port th- there or whatever in the city this time. Right. So I, I get it desert. logistically, but also we don't have to show that he's literally there in the port. Well, it could have just... Trans- he he t- starts talking and it fades into the desert and then we go over the head over a hill and then there's we're in Agrabah. Sure, I get um, it. But instead, we just light. kind of zoom in on Agrabah and then we go into the streets directly and sure. it's okay. I just don't love it as much. Um, but yeah, so that first song, uh, it was it yeah. Was good. The song itself was fun. Yeah. But then yeah. one, but then one jump ahead. Um, the 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 scene kind of starts. He's he he's already kind of started running away, and then he just kind of starts singing. That I didn't love that, but whatever. Um, but then I'm what what is sorry I was looking, and then we um, went notes, back. Um, what is his name? Mina Masoud, Masoud, um, who the actor who plays Aladdin. Okay. Um, well, he's no Brad Kane singing wise. He sounds okay. I find it. I <laughs> he sounds fine. okay, but like I'm not gonna want to listen to him singing on my iPod. Yeah, like I a, would the original soundtrack. That's a that's a fair uh, gauge, I think. Of like, will I listen to the live action just like because I love this music? Yeah. Or will I just go back to the original because I think that is. 
the better piece of music. Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't listen to musical music like that all and, the time. And so. then the whole vibe of it, like the background instrumentals and everything, is much more kind of poppy, and it's just it feels boring and flat to me overall. Are you talking about the opening scene where he's running from? People? Yeah, I'm talking mu- about the music in particular. Though we can talk more about the scene, but like the actual music of it was just. It wasn't bad, but I didn't really love it, and it didn't I don't feel like, like it they, held a candle to the original. Yeah, and I don't like how they slowed it down in, in places. It just, it just drug. It was just, I yeah. just didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Are we just talking about music here? Are We're pretty about- much focusing on music, but we okay. could start. Well, this is why we can so- we can start integrating some of the plot if we want. There was just some interesting, odd things done with timing in that mm-hmm. scene where like. Things were slower. Yeah. Or like people weren't quite running as fast. And and the slow up and, and the way they and did the like running was very... It felt, it felt... I didn't like it. Not it a fan. It felt fake and like kind of like a musical, like stage musical yeah. rather than an actual place that these people are yeah. inhabiting. And it... I, yeah. I, yeah. Like before that happened, I was I felt like it was pretty dynamic. But then yeah. that weird, odd time thing happened. And... and that's not the only time that they play with time. Yeah. Um, Usually I, I not very effectively. Yeah, I don't really... I didn't like the choices to, to do that generally. I didn't either. And interesting, you know, he was such... The gentleman who played Aladdin. The way that he... I know that he moved and from dancing and all and did the acrobatics and jumping around. He was very skilled. So I sure. found well, it very... Well, it could have been a body doubled for half of it. We don't actually yeah, know. But, but the point is, they the way they did that scene... It didn't enhance it, and sure. I feel like they could have made many better choices. And to me, it just kind of ruined that whole the fun of that song, and even just the whole feel of that song because of the way they did it. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't know. super into it. I did uh, like the reprise though. It was short, but like it was it was better for me than the main song. <laughs> like he because it sounds similar to the original, and he's just like he does a fine job with it. Yeah, it's a nice little reprise. Mm-hmm. Um. Next main song is Jasmine's song, Speechless, the first instance of it. Do you guys have any thoughts? I don't... It's musically fine. Yes. It's not poorly written as far as the musicality. I have a a question. Does Does this make a better fit into a musical genre to have a character song like this? Do you think that is why they made this choice? I don't agree with this choice. I'm not quite sure what you're asking. Like, I don't know the structures of musicals. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there is a structure and like, or like what they recommend, of like, you know, the characters I want song or whatever. So I don't, I don't think there's typically more than one I want song, Uh and one jump ahead is already more or less the I want song. Right. It's also okay. character description, but like it's it's the song about the main character who is Aladdin, not Jasmine. But yeah. in our, I'm not going to get into characters a whole lot here. But I don't feel like the song was necessary. If that's what you or or, or even that it necessarily fits this, in very the, the well. The thread that the song represents, I agree, not necessary. I don't think that it that there had been enough character development of Jasmine to warrant it. It seemed out of place. It all of a sudden we don't know that much about her character, and then it is pretty boom, early. All of a sudden she's she's you know expressing these deep desires and wants and 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 you know stances, and we're like, wait, what? Who yeah. are you? And it, yeah. so yeah, it just wasn't. It was 
Yeah, there just was not It didn't enough feel needed and it didn't feel natural. Exactly. I agree because also I feel like they cut out some of the stuff where she should have been introed before. Well, exactly. we'll get to that when we're talking yes, about characters because I have so was, many feelings about that. that. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. But but point being that song came too early because you know, or one is it shouldn't have been there, yes. but but if it was going to be there, you should have had way more getting to know that character before that happened. It felt like what it was, a new song that they put in there so that they could advertise the fact that they put in a new song. Fair. Um, next is... Three Friend times like... they put in that new song. Well, two times. Two times. They didn't actually end up having it in the credits. It's okay. just on the soundtrack. You can listen to the full version instead of part one and part two. <laughs> Friend uh, Like Me. <laughs> um... Uh, that not, not that underwhelming thing. intro. The well, underwhelming it, it, intro was pretty hilarious it, it in retrospect. Me. I was like, "Is that is that it?" And then <laughs> that was, so I was like, "Uh huh." But I especially mean, like what I've heard about what they did to um, Scar Song and Lion King. Like I wasn't gonna be surprised if yeah, that is what they did to Friend Like Me. But no, <laughs> it is a full number. Um, I'll say my short piece on it, and then you guys have at it. But I thought musically, it's less fun particularly because it's kind of slowed down than the original but visually and lyrically the gags are fun and like it was very dynamic and i enjoyed the scene if even if i wasn't enjoying the song as much as i enjoyed the original and i think the slowdown is what bothered me yeah it just again it the tempo the pace it just took away from the fun of the song ultimately i do think you are correct that the visuals, as well as ultimately um, after the, you know after that f- that false intro, but then it got it got more dynamic. But just the slowdown just bothered me and and detracted from that song. I didn't mind it that much. I enjoyed it, uh, but again, I'm not a person who uh, at least listens to these songs a lot to like really know and compare it. So. I have a playlist on my iPod that's just like all the D- Disney and other animated movies soundtracks yeah. um to just listen to these songs. Yeah. I love I love them. And this I, wasn't one that, yeah. that I I know know. So, yeah. I didn't mind it. Just tempo, beats, pacing are important. To I me. didn't think and it was bad, but yeah, it was. I didn't enjoy the fact that it was kind of slowed down and I don't really know that it had to be cuz Will Smith raps he can do it faster i don't know i guess they were going for a little bit more of a down tempo beat but i didn't love it but i didn't hate it and i liked the scene i thought yeah that was i fun. enjoyed the scene but again i just and then i don't know i just didn't enjoy it as much let's go to prince ali um i would like to to first off and then i'll hand it to you and then i will take it back for a couple of more things um i definitely felt like it was the most enjoyable song probably in the movie i i enjoyed it okay i enjoyed it too uh i was listening to you guys when you recorded the uh original episode Uh i think i'll let you intro that part i think i'll let you talk about some of the changes there sure uh but overall i guess i enjoyed it you were talking about the dancers being amazing like costumes again gorgeous uh the staging of it it was it was it was really fun to watch it was good to listen to yeah like i i enjoyed it yeah i really i with the and i'm assuming a lot of 
it was CGI, but I feel like they did a great job with like the peacocks and some of the other animals. I don't, I don't know. And, um, and, and again, the dancing and the, I really like the, the tempo and the pacing, very similar to the original. So the fun of that song, the grandeur of the song was there. Um, I, you know, the singing was good. Um, I, do you want me to talk about well anyway so that was really fun song and i would have loved it except i would have absolutely loved it um and again it was probably one of my favorite songs but other than some of the choices that they made yeah i'll talk i'll talk about the choice don't worry but yeah sorry i i forgot about i guess one thing that i i was uh i think i would have wanted or i thought was interesting choice to not have um Aladdin in, in this version doing some of the things that were described yes. in the song like they did in the original. No, there's a lot more focus on that in the original. Definitely. Yeah, like he's using his magic to show how he's stronger than however yeah, many yeah. men uh, or like fighting guys off. Yeah. As, and what was the other one? Showing and telling rather right. than like him looking awkward uh, on the elephant. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Right. Yeah. Which is a fun thing too. And again, I agree because they made they made the genie be the prominent and even though obviously the genie was the prominent in the original too i'm not sure what you mean well he was except he was highlighting prince sure, ali i, I mean get because he was elevating him and yes the genie was we went back and forth there, between kept, the genie and aladdin yeah, be, and, and he would spotlight aladdin yeah i aladdin, get you and that wasn't done yes yeah um i i this is i actually had a uh, uh, another good thing that technically happened at the beginning of it so i just wanted to mention um there in the scene in the desert before that he's doing outfits on aladdin and he gives him a big hat at one point which aladdin (laughs) comments on then at the beginning of this song when he starts when genie starts singing he has a super big hat on and that was a good payoff (laughs) to that joke that was that was and then Um, it uh exploded with yes yeah like oh there's a reason yeah that was that was good um and then i i also like felt like it was less fantastical than the original version um and certainly much less engaging than even friend like me in this same movie but it was a fun enough scene um i i think it's it's also part i think it's part of the whole realism thing in the cave they could kind of do whatever because it was just a boring cave and they were going to cgi everything anyways but here it's actually in a crowd scene and they're like actually have most of this parade here like fit with the people and everything so it just can't be as dynamic and the genie's not like flitting around becoming people for the most part except for he does become a lady at one point and then and then there's and then there's a fun thing with with his facial hair and he's like oops and it's just it's lovely that a movie that did not have any transphobic jokes in the original now has one here in the remake so yeah like they only they didn't do that with the other people like your whisper campaign thing i was like yeah that makes sense in, in but they the wanted that transphobic joke in yeah, there. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I thought, okay, they're not going to do that. They're That's like, fine. They're like, you know how Jeannie turned into many women throughout the course of the original one, and it, we never made a bad joke about it? Wow, that's a missed opportunity. Let's do it now. Yeah, like, we're going to do this now because, well, at least this one's funny, right? It's like, <sighs> actually, it's terrible. That really wasn't necessary. And, and yeah, I said I overall generally enjoyed it, except for that part. And that yeah. makes me like, oh, okay, 
I, it kind of ruins the whole number. Yeah, like because, I don't have to like this song because right. you did that and you made me not like this. Right, anymore. and it's just such a bummer because again, yeah, Robin Williams did so many impressions of of women in the original, and the animators would make Genie look like a woman, but that was never the joke. Right, that he looked like a woman. He was the joke was whatever impression he was doing, whatever voice he was putting on, mm-hmm. but like. There was, there, it's, I think you could perfectly reasonably um, attribute Genie in the original as gender fluid if you want, because he has no problem just changing it and it's never an issue or a joke for him. Yes. So I don't know why they decided to put that in here. Um, yeah, that was it really, sucked. really off putting, really yeah. off putting and so unnecessary. And again, it did, did, and it was. Thank goodness it came later in the song because I was <sighs> loving the song up to that point. And, and then, then it was just like, what the heck? Yeah, like it was an obvious choice to do that. Like they yeah. didn't change, have him change to other people for most of any other part. And then they, to do this and then underscore it with that veil removal. Yeah. It's like, very That's not- yeah. Very, it's like, oh, we're going to make the same joke that makes me not able to call Breath of the Wild a perfect game because it also wanted to do that joke. Like, yes. why do we got to remove a veil to show facial hair? For That's awful. Just yeah. very offensive, very, very unnecessary and, and very off-putting. And yeah. just, yeah. Um, there was a second reprise of One Step Ahead. And uh, lyrically, it was very on the nose, I felt like. Like, it kind of felt... Like it wasn't written by the original lyricists because it's the words was like basically just Aladdin saying the plot and like his feelings in a super people characters discuss their feelings in songs all the time. But and there's a way that you can do that where it sounds corny and bad. And there's a way where you can do that where it felt feels heartfelt and emotionally affecting. This was not the second thing. It wasn't objectively terrible but those lyrics were lacking yes and then to follow that up jasmine sings another part of speechless as she's literally being taken away by the by the villain that was a lot it felt very forced and it just it just kept going as she had this imaginary world where she wasn't being dragged away by the guards yeah like the power of her words are making them disappear and it's just like it's this obvious power anthem that this musical was not calling for and i just hate it it just kept if it had lasted half as long i would have been it would have been eye rolly but i wouldn't have been as annoyed by it but it just kept going and she's just belting it and what is what is her name she's a a good singer um where'd she go oh there she is (laughs) yes i do uh naomi scott She's a good singer. Like, she does a good job. But it's it goes on so long. And it's not needed. And it's so forced. And I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. It was it was not a good plot change because it was just, it was just not well done. It was not well developed. And it was just too much of a change from the original as far as, you know, okay, we're going to have Jasmine become the Sultan. So, really? Okay. Are we gonna talk- I don't think that would be of the time. Yeah, are we going to talk about that now? Or are you going to wait for character story stuff? Characters got- characters last because that's what I feel like I, I have the most to say about. Although, admittedly, lots to say about the plot, too. Yeah. I wanted to, before we start diving into the plot, 
Brief aside to say that in January of 2018, it was reported that white extras were being applied brown makeup during filming in order to blend in, which caused an outcry and condemnation among fans and critics. Disney responded to that by saying diversity of our cast and background performers was a requirement and only in a handful of instances was it a matter of specialty skills, safety and control, special effect rigs, stunt performers and handling of animals where the crew was made up to blend in. So that's just a fun little thing that's in there. Um... People also, like, had a problem with that white guy that was cast to play the prince when oh. they heard that he was cast. And, like, ultimately that didn't matter at all because that character's completely un- inconsequential. And the actually offensive thing about that character is that he's relentlessly queer-coded, and I hated it. Uh. He's dumb, but he's also super queer-coded because he's dumb in a, like, gay way and i hate it (laughs) i hate him and i want him to stop existing in this movie yeah i mean it was unnecessary but we can talk about that more later sure (laughs) let's get into the plot okay where do we start well let's try to find some nice things to say about the plot and then we'll tear it down horribly did we want did we want to say any more songs though what other what other there were songs okay oh i guess we ended the movie with Will Smith saying two lines of friend like me during a dance sequence. The dance sequence itself was really fun. That was enjoyable. I thought that was the best way possible to end the movie, honestly, yeah. with just like a fun big dance number after it says the end. Like, yeah. Yeah, I did enjoy A Whole New World. I did enjoy the singing. Oh, we totally Oh, we didn't it. actually yeah, talk exactly. about we the music. Totally yeah. skipped My that. bad. That's okay. That's okay. So, yeah, I you were just I enjoyed like, it looks bad, or we were like yeah. that. No, but yeah, yeah but their I, singing was fine. Their, that yeah. was, I think, and the I part where Aladdin sounded the best. Yeah. And I and I agree with what you're saying. It would have been. I would have loved it to hop worlds on the carpet, yeah. but I did enjoy that scene. And the, was, the actual was, the actual music I thought was fine. Yeah, like it it was pretty much just as campy as the original. The original is not as like kind of eye rolly sometimes musically, but it's fun. Like it's yeah, it was fine. Yeah, and I love them being on the carpet and flying around. That that I got I got a little bit lost in that, but I understand that it was. Well, again, because, you know, they're on a magic carpet ride, mm-hmm. but it would have been neat. I mean, it would have been so much more fun if they could have done, you know, what a lot of the animation did before in Hawk World. Oh, like I that. also liked Will Smith doing a uh, rap at the end of the movie, like, uh, just took me back to the 90s. That was real yeah. nice. <laughs> the the Men in Black and Wild Wild West. I love both those songs a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> you have great musical yes. taste. I have... I have perfect musical taste thank you very much (laughs) i have eclectic musical taste let's say it's i cover a wide variety of things some of it lots of people think is good some of it not as much and i think a lot of i mean a lot of people like the men in black and wild wild west songs no matter what they thought of the wild wild west movie that song was pretty great yeah yes yeah i had that was there were fun movies too what was the final wild wild west is but men in black definitely yeah, but coming from the original Wild Wild West and all oh, that. Oh, sure, I sure. Liked it. Anyways. It was fun. Um, so what was the final number, though, in the Latin? Because I also, again, Of, no- I- of songs? Yes. What was the song? Technically, she was a shame. I, ha- I have them written down. Arabian Nights, One Jump Ahead, One Jump Ahead Reprise, Speechless Part 1, Friend Like Me, Prince Ali, A Whole New World, One Jump Ahead Reprise 2, Speechless Part 2, Friend Like Me Finale, Friend Like Me in title, where Will Smith is doing his rap, and the credits version of A Whole New World. Okay, so, so I guess 
the twelve, friend, maybe like the friend. Well, anyway, I like the dancing. I love the costume. And you can have thirteen if you get the soundtrack, and you can hear the whole version of Speechless all together. Amazing. Well, anyway, I, I hope I you're proud of yourselves, Pasek and Paul, who were the songwriters for that, because you really jammed it in there constantly. Anyways, mom. Okay, what I was trying to say is just to wrap up with the songs. I liked that number. I enjoyed the costumes, the dancing, mm-hmm. all of that. It made that that final number a lot of fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I agree. Um, plot. Good stuff. Let's talk about good stuff of the plot. The good stuff of the plot. Good stuff of the, be- the plot. Well, we already said the beginning part with Smith on the, with uh, Jeannie we don't know he's a genie at the okay. time, even though we know he's genie because we know Will Smith's playing the genie. That opening scene is fun and cute. Can I, can I do spoiler thing? Yeah, it was spo- okay. well, I already I already gave the spoiler warning that it's going to just be all throughout this. So okay, I whatever. Think, I think the reveal of who those people actually were could have been done better and should have been done at the end. Yes, I did not like. No, it was like part way through. Yeah, I didn't like it either. Uh, when I realized who they were, that was the thing that got me closest to crying. Because I was like, oh, that's lovely and sweet. But then suddenly it cuts to them as there's this voiceover of her talking about what she wants. Yes. And it's not good. No, no, I would have... The correct way to end is after... You could even even still have it before the musical number, or not the the dance scene at the end, because the dance scene at the end is kind of disconnected from the movie itself. Yeah, it feels like any other movie that has it. If you had had that as the final thing where then the end comes over it, but not with a voiceover, just of them on the boat and he finishes telling the story and the scene in, that would have been good, but that's not what they did. It, it, It happened too early. It was... Really weird. I like that that was what it was. I don't like how they did it. Agreed. Yeah, and what they're talking about is that the family on the boat at the very beginning of Aladdin is the handmaid is Jasmine's handmaiden Dahlia. who falls in Dahlia, Dahlia who falls in love with Will uh, with the genie with Will Smith. <laughs> I know. Who falls in love with Will Smith? Who falls in love with the genie? Yes. And that's their children, and they're on the boat. And so again, they get together at the end, and it's cute because at the the final before the final number, they're talking. You know, he's like, "Will you go and travel with me?" And she's like, "Yes," but I, I don't know who says they want yeah. a boat. And, and then, then if the scene had con- and then if the scene had continued like normal, and then we like after they get married or whatever then go back to the boat as he finishes the story that would have been great but that's not what they did no they just kind of started telling with a little and then like with like cuts to kind of showing but no she's like saying i want this like two kids a big boat he's like small boat she's like that's perfect we've already gotten too far into bad things let me go let me go back let me go back to likes i liked the awkwardness of that scene with aladdin and genie talking to the sultan and jafar after the prince ali song that that was was super funny funny. like that whole scene very fun. That was good. It was very different than the original take where Aladdin's just acting pompous and stuff. Yeah. But it was, it was funny. Yeah. That whole scene did like. <laughs> yeah. Very and so, much. yeah. So Aladdin starts talking about different types of jam and all of this, and it was yeah. great because then Genie is like, "I have never been this embarrassed in yeah. a thousand years." My favorite. But yeah. So so instead of again being pompous like in the original, Aladdin is just very awkward, very 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 awkward, mm-hmm. and it's and it's really funny. I just wanted to say that my favorite thing was, uh, and that's hidden under a. Um, hidden for suspense and pulls it off. Oh, oh yeah. He's <laughs> like, doesn't know anything and it does serve, like it ends up serving the function, yeah. the same function of like her 
being mad at him. Yes. And not wanting to be with this, you know, this dummy at this time. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, agreed. Um, The scene where Aladdin and Genie have their fight of where Aladdin's not going to do the wish, Mm. it felt a bit more fleshed out. Um, It still felt fairly forced, just like the original did. But overall, I liked the way that that scene flowed better with them having more of a dialogue um, than... It, it happened very quick in the original movie. Um, mm-hmm. So I felt like that was a little bit of an improvement, even if it didn't fix the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would agree. I liked that the genie knew that with the trick that Aladdin was doing at the end when he tricks Jafar into wishing to be a genie, because it didn't make sense to me that the genie didn't understand what was happening in the original. He's just like, oh, what are you doing? Don't do this. But like, you, you're a genie. You know what that being like that is like. So you get, you should get what Aladdin's doing. And Will Smith genie did. So I, I liked that. Um, I liked the kind of the, the recurring little plot thing of the genie kind of bending the rules and doing favors that kind of showed more friendship between them. Yeah. Um, and on that note, when a, the genie used his magic to turn Jafar into the Sultan and we like pull out and then go over to Aladdin who remembers suddenly that it was Jafar who, who bumped into him under the thing. Like, was that genie using his magic to make him remember? Because it felt like the scene implied it with the way that his magic reverberated out and we pulled out and go over there. He remembers and then we go back. It I- felt like that was the genie reminding us. I didn't catch that. That's yeah. I, so, I didn't interpret it that way. I know what you're talking about because he did kind of have yeah. I didn't I didn't interpret it that way. I'm not saying that's not and then, what they did. And then I liked, you know, he sends the carpet to go get Aladdin, like rather than the carpet just ending up with Aladdin, which, yeah, that was, yeah. That was cute. Yeah, like his, I, yeah. His I, I, on the original, was he on the carpet when he got banished? The carpet just, it, it, Aladdin gets transport to the arctic wasteland or whatever and and carpet just happens to be there like underneath the thing so it's just implied that aladdin and abu and and magic carpet just all got transported there okay okay but yes i do like how that how that happened uh that's all that i had for likes did you guys have anything else as far as with plot the plot points that you liked uh, yeah let's see put some crickets there if you want <laughs> let's start talking about dislikes um buckle in kids <laughs> the scene with jafar and the cave in the intro is very quick and much less intriguing and dark and interesting than the original scene where we actually take our time with it a little bit and we meet the poor sap that he's putting in there and see his reaction after it goes and stuff whereas his reaction in this one was like oh darn and then the pulls away because the opening song is still going on. Yeah. Didn't love that. Mm-hmm. Um, the moment where Aladdin gave um, that poor kid a thing to show how he kind of has a good heart. Yeah. Was super rushed and okay. didn't work. Okay. Is it just me or did that trade scene feel like the trade scene in Star Wars? Oh, where she's in line to get just a portion of food? No, where no. She's, she's trading. She's, she's trading the stuff that she scavenged from... One of those ships. Oh. It, that felt yeah. just like that. Yeah. And it was really weird. I didn't mind it. I just, it was kind of jarring yeah. for me. It just like, oh, is this that scene? I was, I was still okay with the movie at that point. <laughs> oh, you're like, yeah, I'm trying to be open. Like, I, 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 I had been disappointed with, with that Jafar scene, but I was like, I'm still, 
going with also, it. Also, real quick with the Jafar scene, you know, all of a sudden, which they don't name him, um, Iago, but the parrot just coming from Does wherever. Iago have a name in this movie? Because no. the only time that Jafar like refers to him, he just calls him parrot. I know, yes. the parrot. But what I'm saying is when all of a sudden they start doing this, going through the castle and through the town mm-hmm. and uh, Raja almost swiping the parrot. And I then like all that. of a sudden the parrot just coming and then landing on Jafar's shoulder. That was... Why wouldn't the parrot have been with him the whole time? Yeah, just, yeah. No. That, use, I didn't like it. They do it a few times where they kind of have the parrot as not a point of view character. But I like, love that we're just calling him the parrot because well, that's all because the movie acknowledges him as. He never was Iago. Yeah, well, we'll talk about his lack of character and characters. I yeah. did like when Raja swiped at him, though. That's like, that feels like a cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I, I did not like her just showing up in the market no. yeah she's just exactly. in there exactly. we didn't meet her at all we before didn't. that no. yeah she we're like just this girl is a dummy giving bread to uh kids with no money and and, and they uh, cut it off before so then she get gets really... part of the whole once uh one step ahead scene yeah even Except, though she didn't need to be it was so dumb and, and again the only reason that i the only way I knew that she was Jasmine is because I know the story. Because otherwise, it would have been like, "Who's this girl?" Yeah, you know. Again, I mean, I think you, you could also intuit it just because, like, she turns and the camera focuses on her. So you're like, "This is a main character for some reason." Don't know what they're doing. Yeah, like yeah. they. they but yeah, give you don't up know the why she's there. To characterize yeah. her and and uh, honestly, why the heck was she there? She yeah. wanted to see her people. But they didn't establish that. They never it, let you it know. Was, you didn't it find was that She, factor. like, barely talks about her exactly. desire to have gone into the city later. Exactly. You literally like, it's don't not, find that she out. She talks about it a little bit way later. Exactly. But way that later. doesn't feel like... It feels like... The whole aspect of her being caged feels so separate from her desire to be a ruler and understand her people better. It feels like what it is hand-fisting these other character motivations and plot onto the already existing one while yeah. barely acknowledging the already existing one. Like, yeah, she mentions it later that... Or I guess she doesn't mention it directly. You have to infer. Yeah. Of that it's like she Which you wanted to see her people to. because she knows the people are the kingdom. Because, oh, oh... Because our moral is, like, we should just have a good ruler. Ruling is still good. We just need someone who, like, is hip to what the people like. Like Disney. Disney knows what you, the people, want. We're who should own everything. Oh, no. No, where did they go, DJ? (laughs) But you guys, this was so fixable because there's different times. We're already at almost an hour, by the way. I have lots more to say. Buckle in, I told you. (laughs) Um, They talk different time, or Jasmine talks about... Um, her being confined after her mother was killed and and this and that. But again, it was so disjointed. None of that, that should have been set up. Again, there was no motivation for her being in the, in in the, um, you know, disguising and going into the town, going to see her people. Why couldn't there have been a conversation between her and her father Mm -hmm. before that? Why couldn't you have Because we just rushed the whole intro so that we could like lengthen the, the songs. scenes and yes. the songs later when that's they didn't I, need to be. That's what it felt like. They cut off the chance for that mo- that establishing motivation to like put in those songs later. It's stupid. And they added layers to the motivation that didn't need to be there or make sense. Like, 
I want to be Sultan. Here's, I, I have a, a murdered mom and we're, we're she's getting from... real into character though now instead of just plot though. But they oh, no talk plot. about it a lot. I get it, but I they just talk... have a ton to say about a Jasmine and we're just getting into that character. Uh, yeah. Some kingdom that we've never heard of before. Yeah. Another kingdom we've never heard of before. Yeah. It just, it just can we talk make a, sense. Can we talk like about Trust Me? Please. Can we, can we talk about how he, <laughs> how... <sighs> It's just random, and then it's random, but supposed to have so much weight, and you're just like, "What the heck?" I, I, you're telling me to feel a way about this. I actually realized most of what I have to say about that is going to have to come with character because it's all tied into so many things I hate about Jasmine in this movie. Well, just okay. Going back to plot, <sighs> they stuck in some very important and impactful lines from the original, um, you know, animated version like Trust Me and some other lines, but the context they used it in and where they stuffed it in the movie. The context was the same the second time, but because it was different the first time, it didn't have the impact it needed the second time. So it just was not impactful. It was not well-developed. It was was just poorly written. Yeah, and they used the the visual language to show you that it's supposed to mean mm-hmm. something but you're yeah. but you're like this doesn't mean anything to me like it's you're not mostly doing the work. it's mostly a remember this from the movie is what it ends up feeling like more than actually an integral part of this movie yeah and if you don't know the movie as well which i've seen the movie of course but i don't love it love it love it such such that that was just like you're telling me this is supposed right. to mean something but i'm really not feeling like you did the work to to have it actually mean something hmm. and then a little bit after that, after we have our musical number that she's uh. hand-fisted into for some reason, we have the whole, you are a thief scene, which made my eyes almost roll back into my head. Like, <laughs> I get that it, the plot point that it serves is just for him to then go to the castle later to give her the thing. But that's such... To have her be like, oh, you really are a thief. Like, it's this emotional thing all of a sudden. And it's like, really? The, the monkey stole it. You barely know this dude. Why is this happening? I hate it. And it ultimately was completely irrelevant. Yes. Like the actual emotion of that was completely irrelevant to the the way the rest of their relationship developed. And then uh, rewinding it a little bit to the to the chase scene where she's being forced to jump. Oh, no. I have to talk about that when I'm talking about her character. Uh-huh. No, it's huge. And I have lots of feelings, okay, but we okay. can't yet. Oh, but yes. Table that for now. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Didn't we really drug out Aladdin not knowing she's the princess? And then why did Jafar need to tell Aladdin about his backstory in order to convince him to enter a cave that has a thing? And that was barely anything. Yeah. It's just a, like, you and me are the same. I used like, to be Ugh. a street rat and somehow I clawed my way up to being a vizier. Don't know how that Something could even about, happen. Like, being in prison for five years. S- did he murder guys? Is that why? I don't know. It was, it's like, yeah, it's it, fake. It's like a facade of something that it didn't need to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I think they were trying to flesh out Jafar's story, but that was not well done. Mm-mm. Yeah. He, he was more convincing as the old guy in the prison. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> Toothless guy. Yeah. In the original. Yeah. Did, and, and I was wondering, it's like, what does it do now that? Aladdin knows who he is and what he's capable of. Ultimately nothing because the genie's magic makes it so that no one recognizes him. Yeah, but even then, like, Aladdin knowing about Jafar. And he barely acts different. Yeah, like that. He's not like, you know, Jasmine, that vizier guy you've got, 
he's kind of bad news. Yeah. Like, he doesn't do anything with this information of this guy really wants this thing that I have since learned is a super powerful genie, mm-hmm. and he tried to kill me after I gave him that thing. Yeah. There's a lot weird. of... There's a lot of stuff there that he does nothing with because they're following the same plot. And having all that information actually is a pretty big plot changer as far as how a character would act if we were writing this from scratch instead of copying another movie. And interestingly, why then would it have taken him so long to realize that that Jafar was using the staff to control the Sultan in that whole exchange and that whole dialogue. But again, we had to get out all this dialogue from the original movie before they could let him act and say, and grab the staff and break the staff. So that was not, not well done. Yeah. All the extra scenes to set up Aladdin and Jasmine's feeling for each other just started to make me feel less invested in them. The more of those scenes that appeared, (laughs) (laughs) it was, too much. Um, why did he have to almost fall when he's climbing the tower in the Cave of Wonders? That's stupid, needless suspense. The gem just like fell into Abu's hands, it and was I get that. that. And I get that he was staring at it, but like he didn't, so he didn't it. take it. And they stepped all over stuff. And the words that the cave uses is touch. I so know. what is the <laughs> my my only guess is that it's intent. So it, maybe it fell into his hands, but his intent was to keep and it. And then it stayed in his hands long enough of him drooling over it for the intent to finally be there. I guess. But that's but, not what the cave says. Yeah, no, the the falling was to, to get the gem in place. Because, yeah, because the original design wasn't as tempting, you don't have a thing that is like, come and take me. Yeah. So they have to make it fa- fall into his hands. And it, yeah. it, it, it didn't help. I want to talk about the genie and Dahlia. Um, first of all, what do you guys think about it? I'm fine with it. The genie and the handmaiden. Oh. <laughs> See, and, and yeah, the it was interesting them putting in the line of, I want to be free, I want to be human, to to uh, justify. I might as happens. well just say here, did he just lose his powers after he was wished free? Because that didn't happen in the original. No, I think that he Why does that human. happen here? Because if he had... If there had been a little more focus of him saying not just that he wants to be free, but that he wants to be human, so that then Aladdin's wish was, I wish you were human, that makes sense. But as it is, it's the same as the original, so why did he lose his powers now? Because he has powers throughout the two sequels and at the end of the movie. I wish you were free... And, and you get what you want. Or yeah. Like you, you get what you wish. But instead, we just suddenly changed how freeing a genie apparently works, because now he has no powers. Because now he unless has a they decide, and kid. Unless they decide in the sequel that they want him to, and then he just will, and yeah, they won't explain like, it. Oh, I totally had powers. This is just how I wanted to be, and this is how I use my magic to make me a what, human. So what, oh. bo- what bothers me is that there's a clear age gap between these two actors. Will Smith is 51, and Nassim Pedrad is 37, and that's 14 years of difference. And I know... Compared to a lot of Hollywood stuff, that's nothing. But I still feel uneasy about that and don't like it. That's fair. Genie's flirting is cute. Like, Will Smith's a great actor, don't get me wrong. But, like, this is a 51-year-old man flirting with a 37-year-old woman. And I'm just so tired of Hollywood doing this. Yeah, I I, I get that as something that is, like... I don't want it to be something that happens all the time. Yeah, but it does. It's, and it's I often watch. a lot worse than a 14-year age gap. Yeah, no. I, like, looked up their ages and saw that she was older than I imagined. Like, she's 37. Um, 
I just, can they be within 10 years generally? Can we stop making this expectation be that men can be in their 50s and 60s and still be with like 20s and 30 year olds? Like, yeah, that's a fair. Can they be within their age bracket? I'm just. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about that, but I don't know. It was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a, it was not a plot point that I would have, that I couldn't have lived without. Yeah, yeah the whole plot way. point yeah. just kind of felt forced anyway. It's like it didn't feel like they actually had chemistry oh. or enough time to develop chemistry. Yeah, exactly. They went for like, one walk. Yeah. yeah. And then, I yes, let's let's get married and have kids. I've right? been for two days. Yeah, yes. that's yeah. whatever. Um, Jasmine's whole speech after her song is such an eye-rolling woman power moment, and it lasts like 50 years. And... <laughs> It doesn't mean a thing because he still like he just then he just decide okay now I'm going to become a sorcerer that's just the impetus for him to become a sorcerer her whole convincing this character who doesn't need to exist hi Hakim Razul existed but I guess because he was out and of the palace and in the palace you decided let's make them two people and screw Razul he's not named he just kind of briefly appears I didn't even he's not listed on the credits I had to find this out anyways. <laughs> Hakeem is pointless because, yeah, he makes this decision and we spend like two, three minutes on it and it means nothing. It means nothing. It just drags this whole scene out. (sighs) I didn't mind the speech. I just don't think it needed to be preceded by that song. I think she could have said that and had that, you know, Mm -hmm. convincing moment. Uh, But the song really did. It was it was too much. Jafar revealing Aladdin, Prince Ali to be Aladdin is like. 20,000 times less impactful and interesting when he's not singing mockingly about it. Uh, Aladdin <laughs> Aladdin in the Frozen Wastes is super less interesting when it's dragged out as long as it was and there's not a giant tower that almost rolls and crushes him. The sudden shot from him opening his eyes and inhaling to then being in the desert was jarring and dumb. Um, the whole chase scene with a giant CGI guy, Iago, oh, yeah. feels, it was just so tedious. I was so bored and I wanted it to be over, but it kept going. What was the, there was, was a there slow a motion shot it? during that scene yeah, I tell you, of the that, CGI monkey flipping in the air that was that? completely not needed. Stupid and unneeded. And no, there was no point in it. It's just because we took out Jafar turning into a cool, scary snake, which would have been way more interesting That's than the true. boring storm that he conjures. Yeah, fair. Because we don't have that, we have to have some sort of action in this finale. So, okay. sure, Iago turns into a giant parrot and is chasing them. What was what was, what was was Aladdin's second wish in the original movie? It was the same. It was to, the same to, thing to, where he was be, drowning. He was okay, drowning okay. and then the It was genie. the same thing, except the genie didn't, like... I don't, I don't mind that much, but the genie didn't have him sign a contract. He he was basically just because there wasn't the stipulation that he had to rub the lamp and oh. that he had to say I wish. Oh. Bef- in the original movie, oh, he, he didn't him. he didn't get that specific. So he just like he's like you do it, and then he like kind of nodded his yeah, he like kind of shaked him and his head kind of nodded, and he's yeah. like that's close enough. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. It was fine. Like either way, it's fine. But um, sorry, I just didn't remember, and I was like, no, it was the same. Um, because because they have to have him not waste the first wish to show he's clever. So then they have to waste one of the wishes. Yeah. To, it's like I even. will say that I did enjoy that different plot point where they have him in the chair in the window yeah, and then fun. push him out. So I just mean that was good as opposed to dragging him. I was waiting for them to capture him and drag him somewhere, uh, you know, to get rid of him. So that that worked well. That's actually all that I have with plot. Let's <laughs> go to characters and let's start with, at least for me, the much shorter list of things that you liked about them. 
Magic Carpet sure is still cute, isn't it? Oh, the yes. carpet It's not great. in the movie that like much, unfortunately. But, like, the times that it actually moves around and emotes, it it's looks great. It's cute, yeah. Lovely. That was um, great. Carpet's great. Abu, I mm-hmm. thought it was interesting. They seemed like very, way more capable thieves in this movie. They did, yeah. There was more emphasis on that, it it's felt like. It's like, yeah, I can get you some jewels. Here you go. Pocket it. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, I, I slipped up on the apple. That's fine. Like, oh, and then Carpet built a sandcastle. I know that it was <laughs> adorable. Oh, so cute. Adorable. He was sitting there, yes, building a sandcastle. Uh, when, when Jafar got the lamp um, and, and Genie came out and he had this like manic look on his face and he had a little bit of a laugh, it was almost what I wish Jafar had been for the entire movie. That's the biggest compliment I can give to Jafar. The rest of it is not in the like section. I didn't mind. I also did not mind um, Aladdin. Yeah, he was fine. I, I, I don't actually have any specific okay. notes. Yeah, I think but overall I he did a nice job. I, he was a, I really enjoyed either him or his stunt double or whatever. Yeah. As far as not only you know dancing, but the moves in the you know the city, leaping yeah. around on no, the walls, yeah. his interaction with you know with the monkey mm-hmm. and all. Yeah, I enjoyed he, him. Yeah, when he was awkward in those scenes, yes. like on the elephant or like, yeah, yeah. Um, I have jams. Yeah, that was that like was that. delightful. I also enjoyed the characterization of the sultan as opposed yeah, to the original fun. because there's so, so many much... like bumbling dads exactly. in disney movies and 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 the sultan is very similar to the king in uh in Cinderella, that character, you know, the, the just less the, angry, yeah, but yeah, but the bumbling, what he, who of, he's really similar to is Belle's dad. That's true. So again, I, I enjoyed his, you know, his, I don't know. There, there, characters Belle's there. dad and him are just kind of really like infantile for some reason yeah. in a way that isn't, that is it's, unnecessary. Yeah. But in this movie, yeah, you know, he's, he did a nice job. No, so, yeah, he, he, he felt like a sultan. He felt like someone who you could believe is a leader and he seemed to care about his daughter and everything. Yeah. I mean, did yeah. they just want to change the marriage thing? Why did she have to be sultan? I know that's we're, yeah, we're that, not we'll to that. Jasmine yet, but I was going to let's say talk about the real MVP of the movie. Will Smith. He was very different from Robin Williams, except for the times that they really wanted him to kind of lean into it a little bit. But overall, he was very really fun. I really enjoyed his performance. Yeah. I think the CG was, uh, was awkward. Most of the time I, it was better. The when beginning, he was human. the beginning, it, it didn't like as much, but then I just kind of like accepted it and I yeah. wasn't really bothered by but, it. But the, but the musical number, as we talked about before, from yeah. like me, that was delightful. Like, yeah. He did a really good job. Some mm-hmm. of the songs were, I mean, the songs were different, but <laughs> he has some job. fun lines. Like, I'm kidding. Don't ever interrupt me no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, it's cold and it's dark in that lamp, but I prefer it to this during <laughs> yes. that awkward scene. Oh, yes. he's like, oh, yes. this is a party. Yeah. I've been in that lamp. Like, oh, when don't he like, this for me. When he's like blowing Aladdin away. <laughs> the, during the party to that make him is, go over to Jasmine. That was no, like, he's, a lot of cute things. Oh, he's really into designing the prince outfit and like is like feels it's really personal. Like, mm, no, not this, no this, this. Ah, uh, yeah, that's good. Like, yeah. he's really into it. it no, the genie's really fun in this movie. Yeah, like, I agree. I, I he was definitely the the performance I enjoyed the most. I liked Aladdin's just fine, but I really did enjoy Will Smith's performance. All right, All right here we go. We're at the top. Yep. Where to go but down. Do you have anything else you guys wanted to say about Genie? Uh, no, other than I did. I did enjoy his performance. I did. You know, I think Will Smith is. He's just fun and such a good actor. And not, you know, again, wasn't as much a fan of his singing because I don't feel like some of the songs played to, to Will Smith's strengths. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Sure, uh, yeah. But 
you know, mm-hmm. still very good, solid performance. And I really enjoy. Yeah, it. Will Smith is a good rapper, but he doesn't actually yeah, no. have that great a singing voice. But it's fine. Character-wise, yeah. there wasn't much different, I guess, from Genie. No, he. I mean, he served the same different role, and he had a different demeanor. But like he, he did I, it well. Yeah. Besides and, the the again, him and Dahlia. Yeah. Um, at at certain points, he felt more distant, and at certain points, he felt almost even closer than in the original and so overall it kind of evened out to about the same yeah yeah i think you're right and again it's not like he tried to uh to mimic in any way no not really there was the occasional line here or there but he still like said it will smithy yeah like like, it was it was good yeah um okay take a break now we're now we're to the bad and and before we talk so there's two that are the main culprits and that's jasmine and jafar but we're not going to start with them um, my brief bad note with Aladdin isn't even like the actor or anything, but just like he has a line where he says, I lost them both when I was young about his parents, which heavily seems to imply that his dad is dead. And that's a bummer because his dad's a dilf. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> it's a while since you've seen <laughs> King of Thieves, I assume. But you remember his dad in that one, right? He's kind of a Sean Connery type almost. Oh, okay, He's got real it. cool. Yeah. So, but also the line's vague enough that they could bring him in. Oh yeah, he could be like, I had to fake my death. So yeah. I become... Or he's like, I just, I, I just didn't actually know. I lost him, but I didn't know what happened to him. Like, like you know. Or that guy wasn't your dad. I'm your dad. Um. So let's let's talk about um the the main. Oh, also one uh, negative thing with the genie. Um, Aladdin was like, the Sultan, do- the Sultan does like me. And, uh, he's, Genie's like, great. Maybe he'll let you be his wife, which was the second time that Genie made a gay joke. The first one was in the desert when he poofed a prince into being, which was funny, but also talked about sleeping with him. So that's fun that we have a Genie who is both a trans misogynist and how likes gay jokes. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> My main big one before we get to the actual big ones is that Iago is a non-character in this movie, and it's frustrating, especially because the voice is Alan Tudyk, or however you say his last name. Uh-huh. Um, who he's like a fun actor. Yeah. Um, I don't know offhand if you know him in anything, but Valor and I definitely do. Um, and like he's a good actor who can do good voice work too, but he's stuck like mostly just actually sounding like a parrot, and yeah. he doesn't get to do anything. Until he turns into a big giant thing, and then his voice means nothing. Yeah, so, he can really sound like an, a good ominous parrot, though. Yeah, like, Iago's, like, whatever you think of Gilbert Gottfried, Iago, he makes Iago such a fun character in the original, and there's so much stuff written for him to say and snark about, and yeah. there's nothing in this movie. No, and it he, just ser- he just serves plot points. Like, yeah. he otherwise does nothing. Like, there's, yeah. occasionally you'll kind of hear him say quietly as the scene is going on a thing that is a little bit snarky, and that's it. Like, that's yeah, the like, most you get. Kind of like you're in trouble type of Yeah, tone. like, and it's just boring. Yeah, no, but you're right. Like, he's a plot device of yeah. he sees this and now can relay information. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Jasmine. Okay. I hate how she isn't in on the con like in, she was in the original um, where where Aladdin helps her get out of the scene where the shopkeeper is mad at her. In the original, he, she catches on to the thing that he's doing and goes with it, showing yeah. how quick-witted and she can learn real quick. Yeah. And this one... Wide-eyed and dumb the whole time. What is happening? Um, But she is also like, for the entire One Jump Ahead musical number, Mm -hmm. she's just constantly like, what is happening? I am so out of my element. Which is the complete opposite of the character in the original. 
And then, to top off that whole thing, she's terrified of the big jump that she has to make. When in the original, it's a little bit of a hokey girl power moment, but he, like, is, like, gonna try to coach her through it, and then she just jumps over. And she's like, yeah, it was easy. Like, she was so assured and cocky and, like... Yeah, it was a little cheesy, but it was perfect for the character. And in this one, we just completely undermine all of that to make her terrified and out of her element the entire time. And then she landed in his lap for like, oh, chemistry? I don't know. Like, I hated. Babe, take a breath. You guys go while I'm taking my breaths. <laughs> well, the biggest thing for me is they did not develop her character. I didn't get to know her. And then they have these big major plot shifts that she's going to be that she's sultan and all of this whereas the times they could have shown that she had strength of character or things like you just talked about her jumping her catching on and playing along with the ruse to get out of you know in the in the market scene when you know she gave all of her sassy moments all of those things she doesn't you know, you don't get to know her in conversations that she could have been having with her handmaiden or with her yeah. father, the Sultan, or with all kinds of things. So we, I don't know her. I really don't know her much throughout this entire movie. You know that she wants to movie. be a Sultan. Really? I, yeah, I, I the knew her the least. The movie hammers that into your head. I knew her the least, I think, out of almost all the characters. I mean, just... I, yeah, yeah, I just didn't know her. She was not well-developed. Yeah, and I don't get why they're... They added the information about, like, the mom getting killed as, like, an explanation for her not being able to get out. Or talking about adding that whole kingdom. Actually, the whole I think layer. I do know why they added the mom thing. And it's because there was controversy over the fact that they cast a mixed act- actor actress to play her. Um, of like controversy of like people saying it was colorism and stuff like that and they're like no see her mom isn't from the same country so that's why they get the line in there about her being from the country that Jafar for some reason real has a huge hate vibe against I know um, that's, that's I think that's the main reason that the mom is mentioned so that they can say she's from that country because that is the main time that she's even talked about but the, we don't see the, the mom we don't see oh, no. like what a, the mom she's dead I assume is. there's like a whole plot motivation line because of that like that yeah. i guess that's why it feels so forced about her like oh my mom's country and him just like wanting to kill seemingly that particular country we find out some about his backstory and none of it says anything about why he hates that country exactly, so much exactly i like don't know why they have this particular country named yeah. this whole political like, well you know what it reminded me of sorry star wars and destroying um, um alderaan with um you know with with vader and and or, or sorry who is the the main guy sorry on the death star and, and they're like tarkin yeah tarkin oh. and then they, like they they're you know you know well he only blows up alderaan as like a yeah but he does fl- regard he does it as a flex but the whole reason that he went there to begin with was to try to coax information out right of her. but what i mean is is like that kind of similar thing yet there's nothing that makes sense so again why does jafar want to destroy yeah her we don't mom's know plant? i mean you know i don't think it has anything to do with that but i also don't know what it has anything to do with so yeah. who knows yeah so there, there's just like that whole motivation line that touches on him and her of this place that that seems important but again you're telling us it's important you're not Mm -hmm. showing us why or like giving us any background information Mm -hmm. so it's just really confusing that it exists and it is named so much here here's what the problem is with jasmine they looked at her in the original and they heard that people some of that people had problems with her 
Most of what those problems were was that her outfit and everything and, and some scenes um, in, in the finale were overly sexualized mm-hmm. because of because of the fact that she's brown. That's the reason that they felt comfortable doing that. Yeah. It's racism. But what they took, they didn't actually look into. That's the reason what they were like, well, I guess she just wasn't written well enough. She didn't have enough character motivation. All she wanted to do was leave, and that's not enough. So they decided to keep that, barely, but barely talk about it, and then add a whole bunch of other motivation about really wanting to be the sultan, and that's her big thing, and she's just such a strong, powerful lady. And they feel like such a need to emphasize that, to show how much better she supposedly is than her original thing that they lose all of the reasons that we actually liked the original Jasmine, which is that she was so confident, self-assured and snarky and willing to like, she, she would like speak up and like basically talk so loud that like, there's that scene where they're all talking about her. Like she's a prize to be won and she comes in and they all shut up because she's so mad. And she's like, I am not a prize to be won. And like, she, yeah, everybody she has bad. this. She has a forceful personality that is shown not just in how she acts, but in how other people act to her. Yes. Like Jafar kind of hates her because he knows that she's so strong willed, unlike her dad. And like none of that's in this movie. Mm-mm. Like she's strong willed in like this really stereotypical way that we have to super emphasize by the fact that she wants to be the Sultan. She wants this power. And that, and she cares so much about her people vaguely, and that's her huge motivation. And because we have to focus so much on that and making her better, we lose all of what was good. Yeah, it's like, and it sucks. Yeah, they they push her down more, and they don't. Yeah, they they make her weaker in in what they're trying to do with the with the plot now, and it it, it takes away, like you said, what we liked about her. Yeah. It's a it's a big bummer. Yeah. Well, and again, it's the difference between showing me and telling me, because there was just enough not enough to de- develop her character to yeah. to show that she's strong. You just have these awkward songs that are power songs and lines that I want to be Sultan, and then from all of that, we're just supposed to. Here's Naomi Scott talking about the character. Um, She'll be strong and have fun, but also get it wrong and be emotional. She's a multidimensional woman, and she does not have to just be one thing. So in this movie, you see her go on such a roller coaster, as opposed to her one goal being to escape the loneliness of royalty and find a companion. She further stated that Jasmine will try to find the courage to speak out for her people, and said that Jasmine wants to know what goes on in her kingdom and reconcile the distance that has been created, and Aladdin gives her the courage to do just that and i just want to say damn you sjw no i'm just kidding i i'm one of those i guess um it's just it's such a forced thing to be like wow her whole motivation in the original is that she wanted she wanted to escape the loneliness of royalty and be with a man and as if that's what everyone got out of her character in the original yeah like and so now we have to forcefully like try to make her this powerful character in ways that actively undermine how she was a powerful character before. Even if there were times that the plot didn't serve her well, the whole ending scene, she has to do this stupid sultry thing with Jafar and then she gets trapped in a thing. Like there are ways that the plot 
takes away her agency, but her as a character always feels like this kind of dominating, powerful force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not there in this one. Mm-hmm. And it's not just Naomi Scott, like, isn't able to act in that same way. It's that she is actively trying to act a different way that is just less impactful. Yeah. Like, to say that it is she wanted to escape and find a companion, I don't think that's true. She yeah. said, if you're going to... She escaped if, and she happened to find someone who she was like, oh. Yeah, like, in, in the original story, she's like, I don't want to marry just any person. Like, I want to marry for love. But she's not escaping to find love. She's escaping because she wants her freedom. Yeah. And, like, and find and find a companion. That's just not true. Yeah, yeah. and she that wasn't even her motivation to leave, to find a companion. No, of course. Again. So, yeah. No, and, yeah, it's... Her presentation in the original is far from perfect, and there are definitely legit criticisms, both of how the animators handled her and how the plot handled her and everything. But the elements of her personality that made her so likable to little girls like me, in retrospect, realizing, um, and like to that made her one of the people's favorite Disney princesses, is is the, all the elements that were completely stripped out of her in this version. And so what what you have left is this boring character that you act like is really empowered, but ultimately still has the same narrative like hangups of ultimately she doesn't get to do anything and she gets captured by Jafar and is is there while Aladdin has to save the day. That's ultimately still her what happens with her plot. Mm -hmm. And we also don't have a fun personality to boot. And it sucks. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about Jafar. Uh, let's see, what are my notes on Jafar? Um, he is boring and way too serious, and it's such a letdown. We're supposed to think he's so much more menacing or something. He even kills a guy, but he just seems whiny and uninteresting. Yeah. Um, the whole Jafar and Sultan talking about actual politics thing is yeah. boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want this political stuff. I don't need to know scant whatever the crap that country's name was. Ooh, he's, he's even more overtly sexist, and we set that up earlier in the movie for you. Wonderful. Yeah. His angry scream is so boring. Why is this once lively character so boring? Yeah, Jafar's put- yelling is so much less intimidating than the original's manic laughter. The most damning part is that Jafar's laugh is, like, actually bad. It's not even a good evil laugh. And, um, sorry, the icing on the cake is this quote from uh, Jonathan Irich, one of the producers on the film, who says that they wanted to explore his backstory some in the film so that people, so the audience could understand why he's so bad as that's what makes him such a good villain. (laughs) Well, you know, you know what I like the most about Jafar? Mm -hmm. His staff. (laughs) Yeah. The staff looked cool. The staff did look pretty cool. cool. The staff looked cool. And Um, his, I mean, his outfit was impeccably designed. Great job to all the people who worked on that. But again, just that, that was one of the most fun character, one of the most fun villains. um, In all of Disney's pantheon. Yes. And they made him so boring and, I mean, and unmenacing and just not, not fun. They could have done so much with that. That's where you could use a strong actor like Will Smith or someone who is, is almost a good, uh, you know, comedian that 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 can can be act menacing and serious, but then again, kind of the idiot, you know, yeah. whatever, you know, his idiosyncrasies right. and yeah, quirkiness could have come to light. That would have that would have made it fun. Yeah, I think again. So 
It isn't knowing his backstory that makes him a good villain. No, because we didn't know it in the original. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. One of the things I thought was like, he's just kind of bumbling about a lot of the time. Yeah. He's like, like uh, rewatching it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I want, I want this lamp. And it's like, uh, no, that's it's like, I can't get it. It's like, it's okay. like, oh, they're going to like kill us. What do we do to get out of this? Yeah. Yeah. And the goes like, hey, maybe you should be Sultan. You should, you can marry her. And it's he's like, like, whoa, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just like, I, I want to get power and I'm looking for my next opportunity. And I actually don't have a set plan to destroy some random kingdom that you don't know why. And I don't know why. And the I movie just... never bothers to tell us why. <laughs> yeah. Like it's. Yeah. It's just different. They're different characters. Yeah. They're completely different characters in the worst way. Yeah. And that guy was, was his straight face or whatever. Oh, sorry. Let me, so boring. let me pull up his name. It wasn't interesting for him his to name be. Not that I'm saying his, this His name been. is Marwan Kanzari. I'm sure he's a great actor. And a yeah. lot of, And I'm sure he's been in other stuff and he's done great. It's uh, That interpretation of the character, whether it was his or the director telling him what he wanted... It just wasn't. I think you need again. I think you needed a comedian in that role. That's a good thought. You don't. Seriously. You don't need a comedian. You need someone like Jonathan Freeman, who was a stage actor and knew how to ham it up. Jonathan Freeman knows how to do the most diabolical, crazy laughter you've ever Price heard. With has he knows how to just voice. like he knows how to have that cold menace. And like talk down like this and like talk real like thing, but then to kind of pull out this oh god, what are we even doing? And this whole like, and then this just absolute glee that he gets when he starts actually getting power as things go his way. And like, I c- they didn't have him play a crazy old man because this version of Jafar could doesn't do that. Could never. He doesn't have the range. <laughs> but original he needs Jafar the range. Yes, the original Jafar. Gave his all to being this kooky old man with horrible teeth. I don't know how he pulled that off. Great effects work, Jafar. And he just, <laughs> he gave he gave his all to everything he did, even if half the time he was making it up as he went. And whenever stuff went his way, he was so happy. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, Jonathan Freeman, you did so good. And I'm so looking forward to watching the Aladdin sequels next week so that I can hear you again in Return of Jafar. That movie is far from perfect, but I would rather watch it 50 times in a row than watch this movie again and watch this piss poor version of the character that you brought to life. (sighs) Yes. Oh, man. We have to count how many times you, like, go over the top. It's going to equalize, so it's going to be... You just, like... I just... You have so many feelings. I care so much about Jasmine. But I also care so much about Jafar. He is bar none. I love Disney villains in general. Maleficent, Ursula, Scar, Hades, they're amazing. But Jafar has always and will forever be my favorite. And it's just, it's the beautiful animation, the liveliness of his facial expressions, mm-hmm. his the the way that he and Iago interact, where where there's definitely like some a power play there, but they also seemingly have this weird quirky friendship. Yeah, um, he would definitely throw Iago in a ditch if it helped him, but that's just his character. And then just the amazing voice work that I I I didn't fully understand and appreciate that that was what was such an an impeccable indelible part of the character when I was a kid. I like knew I liked Jafar, but it wasn't until like really understanding how what an amazing voice work job Jonathan Freeman did with him and seeing how someone else 
who is playing a completely different version of the character and even the like two times maybe that he tries to go manic can't get anywhere near Jafar in the original at his least manic is just disappointing it sucked yeah. it, it sucked to not have that and I don't know why in the world I don't know who's I, I doubt it was the actor's choice to go that route with it he just did probably what they wanted him to I don't know if it was Guy Ritchie who directed it I don't know if it was one of the producers like the genius who thought that his backstory was the reason that we enjoyed the character whose backstory we never knew yeah like I don't know whose fault it was that Jafar's <laughs> like it like this in this movie but I hate them for it even more than I hate any of the people involved in the decision to make Jasmine boring is like, is like all the glee and all the joy of this over the top campy queer coded. Sure. But still wonderful villain is just gone. And he's the most boring milk, toast, uninteresting character who doesn't even have a good evil laugh. Yeah. It just sucks. It's sad and it sucks that, that it was like this, that they made this choice to make the movie infinitely less interesting by characterizing two of the best characters yeah. like this. Yeah. Taking everything away that made them amazing characters to begin with, that makes them these merchandise powerhouses that you can endlessly put out stuff for Disney. And now they're the, like... No one wants to see a return to, of Jafar sequel because no one wants Jafar back. He was boring. And also, no Return Iago. of Jafar is completely about Iago's character transformation. And Iago's a non-character. So whatever sequel you make, if you actually capitalize on this thing that you want to do, which you've surely made enough money to do, can't be that. Maybe you'll just go with the King of Thieves route and, and cast someone <laughs> Wait, actually likable as, as the dad. But like... It's just so disappointing. Yeah. And for all the good that Will Smith does and just making the role his own, even if it'll never be the same, it, he did a very fun job and is, is as like fun and fine as, as Aladdin was. Like, yeah. I have nothing to complain about. He was fun. As nice as the Sultan is, uh, uh, Abu and the Cave of Wonders and Raja are all boy, voiced by uh, dear old Frank again. And he does a great job. As yes. as good as that is, as good as the opening boat scene is, as great as the, the middle part is where we're getting a lot of genie and Aladdin action because mm-hmm. they have a nice camaraderie. As fun as all of that is, the fact that the two best characters in the original movie three if you want to include iago he wouldn't be in my top three but he was also a great character that they are all so horribly ruined and that everything likable about them is just removed and thrown in the garbage just makes me never want to see this movie again and that's my feelings on this movie so that's like a four out of five (laughs) um (laughs) let's uh let's go to overall consensus um, I've said my piece, so I'm actually going to just go ahead and, and, uh, tell you if I would recommend it and what I'm going to rate it. I would not recommend it. I rate it a one out of five stars. Um, there is parts in it that are enjoyable. Maybe a fourth to a third of the movie is enjoyable. That's not enough of a movie for me to recommend a movie. And, um, they absolutely destroyed amazing classic characters and I can never forgive them for it. <laughs> 
you guys feel free to say your piece. <laughs> that felt like that speech in the oh gosh, was it a soliloquy? Billy Madison or something yes. of like we are all dumber here for have for having listened to that. And you're telling this movie like we are all less of a person because we watched you or something. You guys say some things and then I have a little bit more of a rant to go on. You've no. had just you a little bit, just a little bit, but I have to talk no. about how this fits okay. into Disney's you're, overall you're marketing. Sure, sure. Everything. Please, some, please, you guys, no, please, please, you two talk about it's totally, I really genuinely will not be upset if either of you recommend it or if you rate it considerably higher than a one. Do what's in your heart. Please tell me what you think. I don't know what I thought that I was going to write it, you know, what I was going to write it at. I don't know. I would. It's such a mixed bag at the best. So I would, I would say probably I would, I would echo your one out of five because the, the biggest things that I really loved really had overall had little impact with the overall movie. Again, such as the beautiful costumes, the, you know, the dancing, but as far as the really important thing that makes you want to watch a movie, I really wasn't attached to any of the characters, honestly. I mean, not even, I, I really like Will Smith, but I just, I wasn't that attached to the genie. Mm-hmm. I wasn't attached to Jasmine. I mean, I really, I wasn't attached to anyone. Um, and the, I didn't like the, the plot choices, you know, that they made. I don't like how it, I, it didn't, it detracted from the original. It did not enhance the original story. I don't, um, again, Jafar was just a zero to me. I mean, again, I mean, he was just a non-character. I, I wasn't, I wasn't really afraid of him and I didn't like him and he wasn't fun. Um, and then Jasmine, I just wasn't attached to her. I don't feel like I really knew her very well. So I guess in that sense, I mean, I don't, I don't see how there's really anything from the movie that would make it more than a one in my book. And, I guess overall, this is not something that I would want to see again. There's just not enough to motivate me to want to see to see it again. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. How about you, Beth? Um, I guess I would give it like a two out of five. Sure. Um, I liked the first third. I guess you said first half. Uh, I think you you pointing out that uh. Jasmine and Jafar are the weakest, which I agree, but realizing that that kind of that kind of last part of the movie has to be carried by them mm-hmm. because Aladdin gets pulled out of it at a certain point before he comes back. It and so it makes it just a weaker part of the movie and that it is the end. It just just drags the whole movie down. Um I I mean, I agree, like I wouldn't I don't need to watch this again. Those the funny parts were funny, but not like the most amazing thing to be seen. Yeah, like I could just go on YouTube and watch that whole awkward scene, which was arguably the best part. Yeah, and uh, her pushing that song at the end again, again drags that ending down. Like you're having the song do the work for her, and it just doesn't work. Um, yeah, like it was fine. There was some good parts to it. Uh. It's not like I'm glad I'm glad I've seen it, but it's not one that like oh man I really wasted my time. So so yeah, I'll guess two out of five. And if somebody gives me a choice between this and something else, it'll probably be something else to watch. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last last rant. I just like 
this is obviously not the first remake that Disney has made. And it's the second one that we've watched, and, it, and we even liked the first one. But I, I, would, I would sacrifice Cinderella 2015 to prevent Disney from ever having done this if I could. I hate that Disney has decided to remake movies and live action as if they are somehow more than their originals because they aren't animated. Like Disney, this powerhouse who has made countless classic works of animation, like whatever you think of them, their 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 impact on animation as a medium on on as in storytelling as as especially theatrical features is like you can't argue it like they they if they had didn't exist our landscape of uh we wouldn't have so many other amazing movies cats don't dance wouldn't exist um who knows if ralph bakshi would have gotten to even do his stuff if if he there wasn't disney works that could be compared and contrast so sharply yeah. with the the realism and everything that he did like subverted yeah like mm-hmm. disney has contributed so much to animation and to now have this era where they are actively undermining it to make a quick buck and to redo copyrights or whatever if that's part of their reason like whatever their reasoning is for it like it sucks and it's actively harming a medium that they helped make prestigious, make worth watching. Like so many movies I love that aren't by them wouldn't exist without them. And so many movies I love that are by them were there because there was these teams of animators who aren't being paid for these remakes, of course, who helped bring them to life and make them something special and make me fall in love with traditional animadium, animation as an art medium. Like, I'm pretty sure Disney movies were probably the first traditional animated movies that I saw because mom would buy VHSs of them and stuff. They were the most prominent ones there because it's Disney. But through them, I wouldn't have ever watched Miyazaki films if I hadn't already fallen in love with this medium because of Disney and because of the people who saw the work that Disney did and were like... I want to take my own spin on that. I want to try my own things. Maybe I just want to make some money too. Maybe Cats Don't Dance mostly exists because Warner Brothers wanted to make money, even though that's weird because they sure didn't promote it to make sure it made money. But anyways, (laughs) like whatever the reasons for some of these things to exist, I still love and adore them. Like Quest for Camelot. We're going to rewatch that at some point. And in a lot of ways, it probably won't hold up. But I'm so glad it existed. I, there was a time during my childhood where I loved watching that thing. I loved Aladdin. I loved Mulan. And I and I just hate that Disney's doing this. That they've even taken it to the extreme of completely reanimating a movie and trying to pass it off as if it's live action. We all know that they're CG lions. You just made them really realistic looking for reasons that I can't understand because it does nothing to enhance the plot. And I just, it's just this constant devaluing of their own work of the own of their own things that they helped create and like standardize these qualities of animation that now all they're doing is just shitting all over that constantly to just make some money. I hate it sucks and I wish they would stop, but this is where we're at and it's unfortunate. The thing that makes me 
love movies and fall in love with movies is great storytelling. You know, if you think about we, you know, we originated, we we told stories, just oral tradition. We told, you know, story after story. And, and, and then the sky was the limit. It could be as fantastical, you know, as you wanted. And then animation came out and you could, you could just put, you could put a vision and you could put a, um, a visual to this great, incredible story. And what to me, the live animation has done, like for Aladdin and some of the others, the live, that live action version is it's detracted from the story. It has made the story not be compelling and it's made it disjointed and it's made the characters less rich. So again, echoing kind of what you just said, it's, it's detracting from this original wonderful story that they put, they put, you know, to film with the animation. And again, all the people who worked on that original thing, unless they were involved in this, again, like Alan Menken, are not getting a cent. Yeah. <laughs> Even they, though it's, it's just the same show. story. Yeah, basically. it's just the groundwork of like this is this is the thing that you are either doing uh line for line or shot for shot or going against because it's a choice. But in essence you are still like the previous movie is your is your guide. Right. And and nobody gets any yeah. compensation yeah. for that. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's like why, no matter how good any of these are, I can't support them existing. Like, it's... Well, yeah, because at the end of the day, it's no longer telling a compelling story. It's not. But also, in the end of the day, it's shafting a bunch of amazingly talented yeah, artists in the pursuit of a quick buck. And it's and it's putting down a medium that you helped pioneer and innovate on yeah. to make a quick buck and just pushing this narrative that live action or something that appears to be live action in the case of the Lion King is somehow better than it's not animation and 3d animation and live action and what have you all have their own strengths and their own weaknesses Mm -hmm. and not none is better. They're all just different and acting like traditional animation can't stand toe to toe with the best live action movies is ludicrous to me. Mm-hmm. But this is almost two hours and we really need to stop. So, um, we'll have plenty of opportunities for similar yeah, speeches or if, digging into something else. If anyone actually listened to this two hours of me ranting about how much I love traditional animation and hate a lot of the choices this movie made. Thank you. Next week, we are going to probably make a much shorter episode about two movies. Namely, we're going to go back to Agrabah and back to our original versions of these characters and see the adventures they get up to when certain enemies return and certain Dilf dads come back into their son's lives. (laughs) I'll never stop calling him that. (laughs) Thank y'all so much for being with us on this this adventure. Yes, seriously, thank you. If you've gotten to this point of this episode, thank you so much. Yeah, and thanks for listening to this podcast. We sure love you guys. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info.
The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening!